When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. First, 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 first. What is your full name? My top 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? This could affect some people who were thinking about going home to Chicago if you're originally from Chicago. Uh, the mayor there, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, is ordering residents to stay home for at least 30 days, including Thanksgiving. So starting on Monday, they're going to be locked down for non essential travel, um, you know, work, school, essentials, restaurants and bars will be closed for indoor dining. She's also telling them to cancel the normal Thanksgiving plans if it includes guests who do not live in your immediate household. I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, get it. It sucks. The yeah. numbers are up again, and it's just, it sucks because we all just, we so want to see our families, you know, especially if they're, you know, not around here. And mm-hmm. if that includes Chicago, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but. But you were. Yeah, let's see how well I do with this one. Actually, this is good news if you're a fan of the weekend. Pepsi announced that their Super Bowl halftime show uh, 2021 will include the weekend. Uh, and uh, that's probably good news to people. I'm not really that big of a weekend fan, but fan, he's cool. but he's yeah, cool. he's cool. Oh, he's I cool. like um, he'll put on a good show. I just don't get the whole hype about you know. I kind of I get Bruno Mars and music is subjective, so yeah, really that's how I feel it. about Beyonce. I'm like, yeah, she's good, but okay, she's not queen. Yeah, it's just like what. She's not your queen. I understand. Not She's queen. not your queen bee. She's not my <laughs> put me down for it. Yes, queen. <laughs> okay, um, here's some technology that might scare you. Uh, if you're tired of losing your expensive AirPods, a new device can beam music directly into your ears with no headphones. Noveto Systems, they've unveiled this device that uses 3D sensing modules to track ear position and beam the signal with ultrasonic waves to create, um, well, sound in your ears. It's like a sci-fi movie. Oh, what do you interesting. think? Interesting. Huh. Weird. Yeah. That's bizarre. Right, well, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app at mytalk1071.com. There is some new information there. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. We did it, you guys. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Not only is it Friday, it's Friday the 13th. Bum, oh, bum, yeah. Bum. 
Scary. Scary whistle. (laughs) Was that you, Steve? Yeah. Oh, nice. God knows it wasn't Dawn. Hers would have been... (laughs) (laughs) Dawn can't whistle. Oh, man, but all the cannot. things she Sorry. can do oh, are man. really plenteous. Guys, I got a, I just got a text this morning. Did you get this text too? <laughs> I don't know. I was doing a show. Oh, okay, <laughs> I wasn't. Um, it says um, <clears throat> text. It's to twenty people. I should look at who those twenty people are, shouldn't I'm not, I? I'm not, I'm not on this. Whatever this is. Okay, it says, "Don't laugh at this. Just do it. It's not scary either." Do this one time, and within an hour, your wish will come true. Oh, Lord. My cousin did this and wished for an iPad, and she got a box on her door this morning. She got an iPad. I had to give this a shot. Start thinking about something you really, really want, because this is astounding. The person that sent this to me said their wish came true 10 minutes after they read the email. So I thought, what the heck? You have just been visited by Dr. Seuss's cat in the hat. He will grant you one wish. Make your wish when the countdown is over. Then it goes 10, 9, Nine, 8, eight ba 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 And then it says, make a wish. And then it says, no sendbacks. You have to send this to 10 people, blah, blah, no. blah. Then turn your phone off and back on. Really? Then you will have a new wallpaper. 100% works. No group chats. And then some rando that I don't know just says, I wish for you to kill yourself. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. You've got a spam text, like, what are they, chain letter. It's so weird. I'm going to delete it right now. Yeah, virus. Respond. Respond. No way. What do you wish for? A paid off mortgage. Uh, Right? And then ding dong. Right? Collar. Oh, that'd be nice, huh? Yeah, just block it. It wouldn't be nice. Just do it. Go into the f- the phone number and block this caller. Oh, I just deleted Dawn it. Dawn is on a mission today to change some lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, chain letters. Remember when your mom would tell you that those are like the work of the devil? Yeah. Like, Catholics could not respond to chain letters. Oh, God. We used to get them in the mail, like physical yes. mail. Yeah, that's what a chain letter was. It's yeah. like, send this to... 10 people. And then what's so funny about that is that I will see religious ones from time to f- time on Facebook. Really? I'm not on Facebook anymore, but you'll see like like a prayer. But but it's always involves like a chain. Like mm-hmm. you send have to, to 20 send people. this to yeah. 20 people or the prayers won't work. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Way yeah. to work that Catholic guilt. Good Lord in heaven. God's <laughs> just upstairs shaking his head going, like, here they go oh, again. Geez. Why did we have to do Facebook? And he's just like, they still <laughs> don't get it. Just when I got rid it. of the chain letters. <laughs> now no. it's like if you really believe you'll repost this and mention three friends who don't believe okay <laughs> i'm gonna pass Steve, you sound like you're lying in bed you know i'm not lying in bed i have a weird thing happening in my headphones i'm gonna have to disconnect and oh, reconnect no. during the commercial break i hear this slight How echo about that? is it gone now one two three four four it's lower now. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh. Don, what's your, what are you just changing lives Magic today? fingers. Here's the thing. You have to press certain buttons in here, but the transition for me getting from Donna's room, because I co-hosted yeah. the morning show, oh, in gosh. here, logging on, getting the dirt alert up, and then the engineer came in, and yeah. I was like, didn't realize I think I was, that was pressed in. As a result of that, I think I was just talking a little lower to to just, like, you know, Not chill out the twice? other me. Yeah. The other me is very annoying. I don't like my voice. 
<laughs> other you, like yesterday, Donna talked about her hand, her other hand. Mm-hmm. What oh, was yeah. she Weird. doing with one hand? A puzzle or Lord only chess? Knows. Oh, I what was, was pulling a wishbone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the saddest. You want to talk about Chicago being sad for Thanksgiving. Donna, imagine this, everyone. If you think you're lonely, Donna did her own wishbone. Well, you have the to left call hand dibs. isn't me, like, right. but the right, right hand, hand is me. If it is me, and that means the wish comes true. Right. So if the left hand got the bigger side of the wishbone, my wish wouldn't come true because that's not me. Something's telling me that right before <laughs> what that else happened, does the other left, the left hand do that isn't you. I have a feeling that both hands had wine in them before she did the wishbone thing. <laughs> you want to do this? I'm up for it if you are. This night's going pretty well. And I draw like little faces on them, and she, then I move them. Oh <laughs> like, she gets uh, she hello. gets arrested for shoplifting. She's like, it was the left hand. That's me. not me. <laughs> <laughs> and then she she opts out of a lawyer, yeah. and instead she self represents, and then says, "I'd like to call someone to the stand." And it's her right hand, eyeballs and a mouth on the thumb. Taking well. a picture, you know, with a cute guy, grab his butt with a left. What? Uh, no. Hey. How dare you? I would never do such that a thing. That wasn't me. That was lefty. That was lefty. Oh, God. Lefty Malone can't be trusted. (laughs) Oh, man, we're off to a great start. Here's kind of good news. Is it? You sound tentative. Yeah, you sure do. it's kind of good news. Okay. (laughs) What if I said that Dr. Anthony Fauci, Fauci, Mm -hmm. said this? Certainly, it's not going to be a pandemic for a lot longer because I believe the vaccines are going to turn that around. Those are the words of one Dr. Anthony Fauci. Do you want to hear more that he has to say? Fauci. Here we go. Fauci. Putting it to rest doesn't mean eradicating it. I doubt we're going to eradicate this. I think we need to plan that this is something we may need to maintain control over chronically. It may be something that becomes endemic that we have to just be careful about. Certainly, it's not going to be pandemic for a lot longer because I believe the vaccines are going to turn that around. There you go. Fauci, Fauci, Fauci. Yeah. I'm looking up the word endemic. Yeah, endemic. I was just thinking that. He said it would be endemic and not pandemic. Um, an organism that is restricted or peculiar to a locality or region. Oh. Okay. But hey, listen. It will if you've take got it. Fauci saying he doesn't think it's going to be a pandemic that much longer, considering the vaccine news, which, by the way, we might get a double dose of good vaccine news because this week we had Pfizer. Next week, they're expecting to hear from Moderna. Moderna is another vaccine company. The company that's working on a vaccine, and they are expected to release what some people think could be some good news in the coming days. So that would be great if we could come at it from a couple of different ways. You had a couple of different options. Yeah, for sure, and work together. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to work yeah, they're together. Not do that, I know. Donna. Well, you they're know, that's the thing that sucks is the competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Like when you have a someplace like a St. Jude Children's Research Hospital that does absolutely nothing but research. For the benefit of the world, mm-hmm. not for the benefit of making money, because they don't. Right, they're, they're an, a non-profit. Non-for-profit. Yeah, mm-hmm. not for profit. So they that's that's what I feel like we need because I feel but, like it's a race to get to it first, and then maybe it's not going to be perfected. I don't know what I'm saying. I think I would play devil's advocate there and say that the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
makes you work harder. Make, because what's going to win is not the first one. I mean, listen to talk about a vaccine at a roundtable today that you're not allowed to be at. Talk uh, about a vaccine with a group of friends on Zoom, and everybody's skeptical. So it's not first won't win. It's the best win. So the fact that Pfizer came out with one that they have 90% success rate on is really promising because of the 90%, not because yeah. it's first. But when right. you have big companies pushing each other and they want to be the most effective vaccine the 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 company that helped us eradicate something i believe that that pushes you the competition is good well i certainly hope this doesn't mean that the pharmaceutical companies are going to you know charge you know an astronomical amount of money for them because of that yeah i don't think that'll be the case because, I, oh, I, I mean the government has already spent over what was it some billions, billions of dollars yeah. so they already they already got paid but i don't think it's going to be our situation where it's like they're making us Shoulder the load. But remember, and this is important to remember, I don't know anything. I know. I know. A lot of stuff. When we we come back, uh, we have got a whole bunch of stupid things. I have something about Canada. We have a Canadian listener, Daniel the Painter. Something I found out about Canada that is just like jaw-dropping. Really? It took this long? We'll explain. What do you have? Me? Did you say, and I got? No, I said uh, Becca and and Daniel. We have two Canadian listeners. Maybe we have more. There are a couple. Maybe there's they're... anyone besides Daniel and Becca listening from Canada, email us. Yeah. Stupid information you don't need to know is next on Donna and Steve. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Steve has useless information to share. Oh, boy. All right, left hand. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> this is our gift exchange that we're going to do. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. scary. Yeah. All of it's scary. Uh-huh. Are you, is your roomie going to uh, uh, be at home, Donna, for Thanksgiving? Um, oh, you're going up to the cabin. Yeah. Oh, but you didn't want to know because you don't want to get Thanksgiving murdered. I forgot. <laughs> you went on a whole, boy, we peeked inside of Donna's brain yesterday. It was just as oh, horrifying as you would think. The... <laughs> The, uh... I'm, and I, I at the same time, I'm trying to like warn off the attackers going, no, your neighbors are very close. Nobody yeah. can do that. And you're like, I think no. the neighbors might do it. That's who it would be. <laughs> Two doors down on the left if you're facing the water. Oh, really? Don't you ever do that? Go, okay, you got to tell one good friend. If anything happens to me, it's that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have emails saved in my uh, in my work folder here called crazy emails. And it's like, if something happens to me, just look in that. That's oh. a good idea. Okay, now we all know. Great. Wow. We're watching a lot of Dateline. Yeah. Uh, hey, it happens. <laughs> it does. Uh, the Canadian. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Canadian flag has only been around since 1965. What did they what? do before yes. then? Before that, there wasn't any official flag. What? What the heck? Huh. What do they do at the um the what you call it? No, not the Olympics, but the uh come on, it'll come to me. In New York, you know, all the flags are on there. Uh Rockefeller Center. Thank you. <laughs> like you went Rockefeller Center. Yes, I think. Uh, have yes, flags United too. Nations. What well, do they do? Just right? like have a flag United that says Nations. Canada. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now an interesting fact about Boston. Boston was Named after a saint named Botwolf. Botwolf. B-O-T-W-U-L-F. Botwolf of Thorny. Very few details are known about Botwolf's life, but Botwolf over the years became Boston. Because <laughs> it's easier to say. Who's your favorite team? The Botwolf Red Sox? <laughs> <laughs> say, say the letters, Don. Yeah, I don't know if Don's done this one. Don, repeat after me, okay? Oh, God, I hate repeating after people. <laughs> All right, okay. okay. Let me, what is it? Let me don't read, do it. No, let me rephrase you it, you anarchist. Something? Here. Uh, if you feel empowered and like it's a totally independent decision, <laughs> say the letters PS. PS. Say the letters DS. DS. Now say them all together. PSDS. PSDS. You're saying Pierce Dears with a Botwolf accent. Say it again. PSDS. There you go. Okay. Yes, yes. That's wicked cool. Don't. All right, sorry. The first, <laughs> the first Wrigley Field Let's was not. Potty. Okay, go ahead. All right, get a couple more out. You want to say Hobbit Yard? Pakistan Hobbit Yard. Potty the one man potty. Woo! Okay. That was Artie the you one are, man party. Yeah. You are the one man party. <laughs> I know, me and Lefty. Hey, Lefty, where'd you go? Are you. You found the wine, too. Glug, 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 glug. Oh, Lord. The first Wrigley Field was not in Chicago. A baseball park in Los Angeles called Wrigley Field opened in 1925. The Cubs Stadium was called Cubs Park at that point, but they changed their name to Wrigley Field in 1926. Is it Wrigley Gum? The Los Angeles one was torn down in 1969. It is Wrigley Gum. Yep. You just love Wrigley. Wrigley Spearmint. Wrigley's? Wrigley apostrophe it's probably right? Yeah, it's probably Wrigley's. Wiggly's. Wiggly's. Is it Wrigley? Hey, so it's Wrigley Field, not Wrigley's Field. Wrigley yeah. Field. Hmm. Let me see if it's Wrigley that? gum. Okay. Wrigley's gum. Is that Wrigley? Are you sure? Yeah, it's apostrophe S, Wrigley's. Okay. No, wow, no. how about that? I haven't had some Wrigley's but in a long time. But they say it's uh, the Wrigley Company. Okay. It's known as the Wrigley Company. It's an American chewing gum company based in the Global Innovation Center in Goose Island, Chicago, Illinois. I got to tell you, this is the first time I ever made that connection. So thank you for bringing it. Me too. Never realized that. Spearmint. What a terrible flavor. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. And spearmint slices, the gummy stuff. So good. Oh, like the green things? Yeah, it's with the sugar. Yeah. They're they're fine. I'll I'll certainly eat them. It's not my go-to, but I can't eat just one. I'll tell you that. So maybe I am a fan. I don't know. Graffiti. <laughs> graffiti. The word we should all know this. It's like is, spaghetti. It's like spaghetti. Graffiti is plural. It is the plural version of the singular form of the word graffito. 
Wow, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. So you can call, like, if you just want one piece of spaghetti from MC, let's say, Don, okay? And you guys have been lady in the tramp in it all night, but this time you just want that one <laughs> last piece. You say, can I have that spaghetto? Spaghetto. 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 A shape with 1,000 sides is called a chiliagon. Oh, chiliagon. Or chiliagon. C-H-I-L-I-A-G-O-N. Chiliagon. <laughs> Where are you going to find one of those? <laughs> hey. Somebody needs to do some critical thinking around here. No. Why start now? Botworth? Oh, dang it. That's all I had. We didn't spend enough time on oh. one doing a deep dive or it's spinning us into a new thought. Right? Mm. Oh, Anyone crud. you want to expand on looking back at your list in the Thank next you. 30 <laughs> seconds? No. no. You know, the Boston thing is weird. Boston being named after St. Botwolf. Isn't it funny how we just decided that was the old name? We don't like it anymore. We're going to change it to this. Like every American last name that you hear, like Johnson wasn't originally Johnson. Right. Valentine wasn't originally Valentine. Patterson wasn't Patterson. Like, we just, we change it. Why don't we just keep them? I don't know. Mm. Do we Americanize yeah, them? Is that what happens what when is. you come to Ellis Island and they're like, yep, they're no. Like, oh, that sounds too Italian. Yeah, we can't deal with that. We can't, yeah. we can't pronounce it. So we're going to call you Spaghetto. Spaghetto. <laughs> Spogato. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, there's another name floating around for hosting Jeopardy. I want to see what you guys oh. think about it, okay? Okay? Okay. All right, cool. We'll be right back with that on My Talk 1071. <laughs> RIP huh? Alex Trebek. Oh. Very yes. much going to be missed. His um his final Jeopardy is what? December Airs on 25th? Christmas. Yep. On Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh man. Um, very much going to be missed, but uh, people are looking to fill his shoes. We had talk of George Stephanopoulos, right? Yes. Then you guys are thinking Ken Jennings. We like Ken Jennings. Um, now, I guess there's a petition with 50,000 signatures as of last night for LeVar Burton to take over. The host of Reading Rainbow. That's where I know him most as. Of course, he was in Roots. He was in... Um, Wasn't he in Star Trek? Star Trek, yep. He was the guy with the eye thing. With the oh, hair, Data. The, the hair band. Data. Data. Was that, was that was his name? Data, right? His name was Data? I believe so. No, that's another guy. Oh, I'm looking at New Generation. Yeah. Uh, which guy are you thinking of, Steve? The guy with the eye thing, you yeah, said. The, so yeah, the, the hair band pulled down around oh, yeah, his eyes. Oh, yeah, that's Data. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, Data is green, isn't he? And no. he has weird eyes. He's got a he's got like weird skinny skinny sunglasses around okay. him. All right, I think. Hang on, I used now, to watch you, it. Oh, okay. No, well, no, he was is, he was Giordia LaForge. Yeah, because Data is like he's sort of like a Vulcan. He doesn't have many emotions, and he's sort yeah, of a robot guy. Data's yes. different. Data's That's different. Data. Data's different. Don, I'm looking but at the he's cast. Green? He said he was green. No, no, no. He looks Data mo- is green. Data is greenish, green skin tone, and he has like almost cat eyes, and he's describe, a robot. I would describe Data as 
how you look right before you're about to throw up, whatever right. skin color that is. <laughs> or what this guy looks like before Oh, a he's very pale. Yes, yeah. he's pale. It's like a greenish <laughs> tint. This guy before yeah. a tornado. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're so right. LeVar Burton yes, is yes. LaForge. LaForge. Um, but anyway, I, I grew up yeah. watching um, watching LeVar Burton on Reading Rainbow. And then I started to think about it after I saw you put this in, Donna, and I thought, you know, there's such... You have to bring such... Uh, I don't know, energy, interest, emotion to each individual answer that you read as the host of Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. You know, Alex Trebek always took his time. He made made it sound interesting in some way, whatever this like, whoa, what are we dealing with? Now, LeVar Burton, I think, could very much do the same. He, the host of Reading Rainbow, he could he could bring these things to life. He could maybe go a little too emotional. I could see that. Don, do you see the link that I put mm-hmm. in there for LeVar Burton? I got it up here, yeah. Here's some, BuzzFeed did something with him a little while ago where they just had him read some of the most iconic, beautiful lines in literature. So here's a little LeVar Burton in case you need your memory jogged as to what he would sound like as the host of Jeopardy. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton. This is my throne of books. And these are some of the most beautiful quotes in literature. Now he's sitting on a big thing of books. And then he's about to break it off. So imagine him reading answers. That is happiness. To be dissolved into something complete and great. Isn't it pretty to think so? (laughs) He stepped down trying not to look long at her. As if she were the sun. Yet he saw her like the sun. Even without looking. Whatever Mm. our souls are made of, his and mine. Are the same. Donna, there is a sense. I like it. In you like it? Yeah. Because and he could tone it down a little bit if he if he you know got the gig. Yeah. Now we haven't heard from Lavar on this whether or not he would like to be. He considered. would like to be. Oh, I okay. Yes, he. Someone suggested him on Twitter back in September, and he replied, "Not gonna lie, I feel like I've been preparing my whole life to occupy the host podium where when Alex retires." Wow. Whoa, that's now, a very strong response. Mm-hmm. Trebek uh, makes $10 million a year, or made $10 million a year. So that's a nice paycheck that I think a lot of folks would like to snag. Yeah, but I don't know if he would make $10 million he a year. He probably wouldn't. I bet the next one's probably going to get... Although, you know, it depends on who they get, right? You know, if it's Ken Jennings, you could see him being very satisfied with $2.5 million a year. Right. Um, that being said, if they really feel like they need to get a splashy big announcement next host to start the new year with, maybe they do pony up some big money. I know Drew Carey, um, I believe he got $10 million when he took over for The Price is Right. What do you think? For Bob Barker. What do you think Bob Barker was making, though? I'll I'll look at it in okay. One so I guess my point is like you don't just get to make ten million dollars. You, you a have lot to of be it, there for a while. Yeah, you make that much because you've put yeah, in so much time. Yeah, yes and no though. We have to understand these sort of jobs are not like a typical thing of all right. Each year you're going to get X amount raise. These are big splashy once in a lifetime jobs, and they know that the casting of those positions is really critical to the success, the ongoing success of the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, Drew Carey didn't come in, I would not imagine, and say, yeah, I'll, I'll take a quarter of whatever Barker was making, and I'm going to work my way up. I'll earn my trust. He's like, look, if you want me, I'm a known entity. People are comfortable with me. Here's my number. It's much more cutthroat out there. Uh, yeah. Bob Barker, $10 million a year. Okay, so he did get the so same. So that means he got the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Because they were like, okay, well, we're already putting out this money, and we're doing fine. Okay, I get yeah. it. All right. I like it. Thank you.
I don't know why, but the song I like Big Butts just popped into my head. <laughs> Sing it. Get it out of your system. I like big butts, butts and I cannot, cannot lie. That's all I know. Oh. You okay. other brothers can't do nah. All right. When a girl walks in. Itty bitty waist and a round thing and you face you get sprung. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, man. That was good. Um, hey, I just saw something on uh, Instagram from Will Smith that I thought was interesting. They released a full-length teaser for the reunion that's happening on HBO Max on November 19th. And I don't know if this is what the Friends reunion will be like whenever it eventually happens. We do have a... I think it's coming in March, by the way. The Friends reunion? Yeah, Matthew Perry just had okay. after that. Well, I wonder if it'll look like this because what they did was they totally recreated the set. So already, like, I don't want to see them just on some, you know, stage at a theater. They are in the living room of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And uh, and it just looks like they really do it the right way because they're going to lean heavily on some old behind the scenes footage as well. Here's what the uh, teaser sounds like. How crazy is it walking in here? <laughs> oh yeah! There comes Carlton. I've yep. always been able to recognize chemistry. Will and Alfonso from the very beginning were just playmates. This is my brother Carlton. He knows we can't afford any bigger clothes, so he just doesn't grow. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's funny. Nobody ever asked me if I could act. This joke, and you couldn't. And, you couldn't. <laughs> oh, that's and then at cute. the very end of it, he says, I just couldn't have looked back on 30 years of Fresh Prince without Janet. And then you see a couple of the cast members like, <gasps> and then there she is, Janet Hubert, who had a public falling out with Will Smith a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's her entrance. We saw something earlier where she's sitting down with will smith in the audience chair so it looks like they've done a really nice nice job of it it feels like it'll be very nostalgic november 19th on hbo max cool wow i'm so glad that they got her what a big i mean he probably really had to grovel to get her to come back and apologize a million times and you know and what did he have to apologize for? Just basically because she didn't go to bat for her or something and he was Oh, there's a whole... He was renegotiating story. his salary and didn't go to bat for some there, of the There lessons. were other issues that I don't, I don't recall, but she has a whole list of things that, you know, rumors that he spread about her and things that, that, uh, that they said uh, allegedly, you know. Right, right. Oh, man. But yeah, throat. she had said right. back in uh, 2011, there will never be a reunion as I will never do anything with a bleep hole like Will Smith. Oh, my God. That's what Janet Hubert said in 2011. But listen, go back in your own life. We've all said dumb things that we wish we could unsay or that have later on been reconciled. So I'm glad that they're coming together. I'm glad that she agreed to do it. And it will feel complete. And I'm sure that um, they'll handle the stuff, whatever the drama was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just those two, a one-on-one. Well, it, oh. Yeah, it's them sitting. So everybody else is on the set of The Fresh Prince. Janet Hubert, the original Aunt Viv, and Will Smith are up in the chairs where the audience would sit during a taping night. And it's just the two of them sitting there wow, talking. Wow, okay. And I know so, she yeah. was on The View, yeah. I think it was, where she really went into details about well, 
Well, and she couldn't get fire. work, and she was like this highly respected actress and and stage actress, and then whatever happened when she lost that job, she couldn't find work because they she thinks they spread rumors about her. Yeah, and, and, yeah, interesting. Oh man, did you see that John Mulaney has a new job? He does. I did. Yeah. Did he need a new job? Stick him up, yeah. He's going to join Seth Meyers' team on the writing staff. They must have given him a really cush deal. Oh boy! Yeah. Hey, whenever you want, if you, whenever you have an idea, just let us know. We want to keep you on retainer and just chime in from time to time, and yeah. we're all ears. So John Mulaney, coming off of his fourth SNL hosting gig, now teams up with uh, Seth Meyers. He had a recent appearance on Seth Meyers as well, right around the SNL hosting gig, I would presume. And he's had a few Netflix specials yep. um, that were really good. And Some of course, Comedy Central things that he's done, yeah. like quasi-children specials. Yep. Oh, and he also, they worked together on SNL and some documentary. I guess there was a documentary called Documentary Now. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Is it? Oh, I'm going to put it on my list. If you, some of them you won't really get, but some of, they're basically parodies of documentaries and they do a deep like documentaries into some of these famous documentaries that we've seen before and the styles. And then they basically, it's a, it's a mockumentary. Okay. Oh, pretty great. That sounds fun. Where do we find that? IFC? Uh, I think IFC. Yeah. Okay. All right. Whew. We covered a lot there. We really Let's did. go home. By oh, the way. And, and there's a, date, a release date for WandaVision, Steve, that you were talking about this week, yes. right, Dawn? Uh, January 15th is the release date oh, on Disney+. Plus. Just so they can rope December. us in. See, here's what they're trying to do here, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Mandalorian that they dole out every week. Yeah. So we have to keep our subscription. Once that ends, mm-hmm. they're going to start this so that people... Yep. Yes, 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 of course. And during the last episode of The Mandalorian, right after, it'll auto-spin you right into a trailer for WandaVision. Yes, yes. And they'll know. I know what you're doing. I thought it was going to come out in December. That was the earlier rumor this week. And now it's mid-January. But, you know, I think that's okay. Because what else do you have really to look forward to in January from, like, a television perspective? There's nothing splashy. It can be a dead time traditionally at the box office. That's now every month. Mm -hmm. Uh, But (laughs) so it gives you something to kind of cozy up to. Yeah. All right. On that note, oh boy, somebody saw something and said something, but they shouldn't have, right, Steve? Well, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna read the whole story here. Kelsey Ballerini responded to someone uh, asking if she was pregnant mm. on social media, but then that person responded to Kelsey Ballerini's clapback. Mm. And I'm just going to read it all, and then we can render judgment accordingly, okay? We'll get into that when we return, and if you see something, say something next on the Don and Steve Show on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back, and happy Friday. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show. Hey, if you see something, say something. That is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. What's going on? Steve with is Steve? just having like issues with his mind. Wow. Oh, I thought I he really saw a... something funny. He sounded like the Joker. No, I was just trying to laugh. They say la- if you laugh, it can help you to feel better. Oh, okay, well, do that on your own time. <laughs> Donna. Oh, boy. boy, angry, angry porch lady. Sounds like she could use a laugh. Wait, Lefty, you won't believe what my coworker was up to today. 
<laughs> Kelsey Ballerini performed Hole in the Bottle at the CMAs and was asked a question on Twitter. That's a really cute song, by the way. Just side note. Oh. Sorry, I blew Oh, it up. is? Yeah, super cute. Very country. Well, someone asked after they saw the performance on the CMAs if she was pregnant. Okay. Not cool. Hang on, outrage police. Let me just let's Mm. just take a break, okay? Take a break. No, okay. She, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, very funny. Uh, (laughs) She first of all reminded them the user that it was incredibly insensitive to ask such a question. She added rather humorously, "I'm not, by the way, just carrying around my organs." She went on to say, Kelsey Ballerini, quote, I'm sure you mean well, but it's incredibly insensitive to ask or assume if another woman is pregnant. If I were, I'd want to share that in my own time when I felt ready. Let's not judge bloat levels on the Internet. Pretty funny. (laughs) And if the story just ended right there, I'd be like, that's great. Boom. Love it. That's funny. The user responded. Tell me what you think of this, okay? Okay. For those getting bent out of shape, here's my response to what was said. This camera angle is what sparked the question, a question which was asked to find out if there was a missed baby announcement. No body shaming, no hate, no judgment. What do you think of that response? No, still missing no, the point. No, you're still wrong. You're still missing okay. the point. Even if you think you missed a baby announcement, Google before you comment. Google first. Right. Google, is Kelsey, uh, Kelsey Ballerini pregnant? Don't post on... That's just... <sighs> We're human beings, all of us. And we have feelings. And egos. To, can I just play devil's advocate? I don't really have a skin in the game here. Okay. Or like a staked out position. But um, she wasn't saying it like in a, in a mean way. You, it does, I, it's no, a fair, it doesn't matter. It's a fair argument to say that that is um, a dumb question to ask. But I wonder if she's responding to a bunch of people who responded to her on Kelsey Ballerini's comments, because what happens if you offer anything that is either intentionally negative or perceived as as negative, then the fans of that celebrity will hunt you down. That's good. They should. That's the punishment. And then they'll say, you're a body shamer, you're hating her, you're judging her, whereas maybe she was just asking a dumb question. And not actually filled with hate, and judgment, or body shame. And hopefully she'll never ask it again. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Even Steve, have, haven't you ever done this before? Asked somebody in your life, even as a kid? Like, that, it's not even an unspoken rule. It's a rule. If somebody walked in here and was about to give birth in an hour, I still wouldn't say, when is your baby due? <laughs> you know what I mean? You just don't, just don't. <laughs> Until they're crowning. Right. Never safe until they're crowned. <laughs> you just don't do that. Yeah, somebody said it to me, and it literally, I think, spurned, uh, uh, triggered, triggered me it back into an eating disorder. See? It was uh, somebody came up to me at an event that I was hosting and said, "Do I see a baby bump there? Who does that?" And I was like, "No." 
And then it just, I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. And then I obsessed about it. And then I was starving myself again. And it was just like, I don't Mm. mean to make this very maudlin or downer, but seriously, it really affects you when someone says that. Right. It really does. And I can understand that. I get that. Yeah. Okay. I I I don't think anyone's intentions are ever mean when they say oh did i miss a baby announcement or when are you due i don't think anyone has any mean intention i don't think that woman needed to respond to the response well i think but i think it's her she's allowed to respond to the response if she was getting blowed up by people in the comments saying how hateful and you're tearing down another woman where she might have been like no i was an idiot and i asked a dumb question but that doesn't mean that i was body shaming and it doesn't mean that i was being hateful yeah but then she over explained and talked about the camera angle and while i saw this camera angle i don't think that's a no because then what she's saying is here's why i wasn't just trying to drop in and drop a bomb (laughs) i was just trying to say this is what threw me and then i thought that i missed it again i think that you can totally file it under misguided and dumb and all of that but if she wanted to then respond to the internet who instantly turns vile on the person and then assumes you know like all of the worst things about her that i don't think she was over explaining she was just like hey just so you know here's where i was coming from sure i'm wrong but it wasn't from a deep place of hatred like Kelsey ballerini's fans would be suggesting that's fine you're my buddy (laughs) i know you you're my baby buddy, boo. I was thinking about your dog the other day, yesterday, or maybe I, it was this morning. I dropped him off at a friend's. I was <sighs> like, oh, God, I, I need a break. Dropped him off here. You do not. I want him to sit down on my dog. <laughs> I want a big dog <laughs> to, just, to push my dog yeah. around. And be like, hey, hey, you little punk, yeah. don't bite like that. <sighs> if there wasn't biting. Just, there wasn't he biting. very bitey. Yeah, but I feel like he would go to bite my dog. And then my dog would get mad, and I just... That's what he needs, dog. He's never... That's what puppies need. Harmed anyone, I think they have this... Yeah, they... I mean, Caesar from... um, Caesar Milan? Caesar Milan. From the Dog Whisperer. Yeah, they they really do communicate through those bites. They let each other know who's who. Yeah, Yeah, they do. And then the little one usually rolls over on its back saying, It's okay! (laughs) Okay. You can do yeah. whatever sorry, you want sorry, to sorry. I'm out. I'm submissive. Yeah. Uh, maybe to... you should bite him, Steve. <laughs> yes, maybe I just mean... give him a little bite and be like, no. Well, they tell you to do all these things. Like, for instance, when if baby bites mom too hard when nursing, mom stands up and walks away. If baby bites um, other litter mate too hard, they'll do a loud yelp. And then that lets them know, oh, I've gone too far. That stuff doesn't doesn't always work uh in 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 practice i I wish that it did a bit more now we're we're hoping that his baby teeth are supposed to start falling out in the next couple of weeks around 18 weeks all the other things super manageable the 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 biting though you're just like come on man don't (laughs) you have to wear like a one-year-old walking around you're like oh yeah this you is... have to put your one-year-old like in a snowsuit just to protect him. <laughs> yes. You know how they have like those the mitts, those choppers. Yeah, yes. totally. Oh man. Uh, hey, we got some new music to get to on a new music Friday. A uh, Mandy Moore, Harry Underwood, Billie Eilish, all sorts of stuff coming up. That is next on My Talk 1071.